Hello world, you already know what time it is, we're back, welcome to Purse Talks episode 5 with Bobby Rawlins Swim live on Bag Season, another podcast about nothing. Now before we get started, I want y'all to sit back, relax and enjoy the vibes. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe at Bag Season, that's B-A-G-S-Z-N underscore podcast. And always remember, the bag isn't always about money but more so what you want out of life. This is episode five, Love Languages. You know the vibes. What up, Bob? We're here, What's baby. Good? What's good with you, bro? We are here. We are here. Five, yo, can you believe, man, we made it to five weeks? Yo, we, we doing some... And we got a, yo, yeah. we made it to five weeks. We got a, a loyal fan base of close to, I would say... 300 listeners, 300, 500 listeners, consistently. Like 500, yeah, 500 consistent. That, I mean, that's that's big deal for me. I, I can't even... Bro, that is amazing. I can't even like, describe how that feels. And, you know, like, oh, we, like we always do, the Bag Season Podcast is for you. It's for the people. And we really do enjoy doing this for the people. So shout out to everybody. But please make sure that you follow, subscribe, and tag us on Instagram when you uh, listen to the uh, Bag Season podcast. Uh, I am Swimmer. Um, this is Bobby Raw, and this is Bag Season podcast. We are here for episode five, and I'm excited. I, bro, listen, excited ain't the word, bro. We talk about love languages. Like, do you know the vibes? Like for real, for real? Cause that's a different kind of lingo, bro. Yeah, and you know it's just, whew. Like we I mean, could take we could take this on so many levels. We could, we could, uh, but we're just gonna give a basic overview. I think. I mean, I think that's from be a man's good. perspective. From the man's perspective, um, you know, shout out to everybody who listens all the way up to episode uh, four last week. Um, we got had, feedback. Yeah, we, we got we, we got we got a lot of feedback from. Um, Love versus lust versus sex. That was quite. My mom actually listened to that podcast, sure. bro. Yeah, she 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 tuned in. <laughs> she giggled to herself, you know. She was like, "My son." Shout out to mom. <laughs> Shout out to all the moms out there. And so, um, but no, we got some really really good feedback. I think a lot of it always stems from personal experience, and we always appreciate those who actually share their personal experiences with us because. It takes a lot of courage, it takes a lot of effort, and it takes a lot of sacrifice, unselfishness, and um, to, to really just tune in and say, hey, you know, this is my experience. And and so shout out to everybody who shared their experiences with Bob and myself. And, um, you know, 
those of you who who uh, who really enjoyed this one, <laughs> there was a lot of people who were twisted up. Yeah, a lot of people were confused. Um, I think based off of the the way that we approached it, mm -hmm. we was very broad in yeah. our approach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, left a lot of loopholes. Yeah. For a lot of questions as well as thinking. Mm -hmm. And I think that actually helped become a more healthy discussion on the backside to where we were getting a lot of feedback. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people were saying that they don't believe that love is lust and lust is love. Mm -hmm. They believe that it's separate. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely shout out to all the psych majors too because y'all was dropping some knowledge and I'm not a psych major so I'm not going to use them big ass words <laughs> that you were trying to dialogue with me but yeah. you know, look, it is what it is. I appreciate your insight giving us the book definitions mm -hmm. and the book insight because that just lets me know that you are listening, you are tuned in, and you care. I mean, because at the end of the day, this is a show for the people, mm -hmm. and we're only here to give you a perspective. Yeah, just a simple perspective. That's all. It is. And we try, and we try <laughs> to be, we try to be as broad as we possibly can. I mean, clearly, broad, transparent. Clearly, we can't always give. Um, you know, cause we have a lot of, we have a lot of women listeners out there. Shout out to you ladies out there. Shout out to the women out there who listen in. Um, clearly we can't give you a woman perspective, but we do the best we can to be as objective as we possibly can. And, um, sometimes we do play devil's advocate a little bit. I played a little devil's mm -hmm. advocate last week. I just wanted to see what, what responses would be and how people would respond to them. Um, you know, so... You know that that conversation was super deep. I think I mean we could have probably had two or three podcasts because we were actually stumped on a little, you know, a few times. Bro, like that. I didn't. I got lost at that point. <laughs> I was. I'm still. I'm still flustered. Like really. Yeah, but I think that flustered will help this discussion very much. So I agree with you 100, percent and I also agree with the fact that everything is based on perspective when it came to. Love. Every everybody has a different perspective on it. Everybody looks shows at it, it different, different. Shows it different. Acts on it different. And we're gonna get into all that fun stuff. So make sure that you follow at Bag Season. That's B A G S Z N underscore podcast on Instagram. I'm Swim. That's S W I M M R underscore N U P three. And I'm Bobby Raw. That's at Triple B nineteen eleven. But we're here. Episode five. Right. Love languages. Uh -huh. You know the vibes. Uh-huh. My question for the people is, Bob, do they really know the vibes? Bob, I have to pause you for a second. I am proud of you. You have notes today. I do. Everybody, man. Bob has notes today. Yeah, he came prepared with notes today. Usually he's teasing me about having a notepad that's as thick as a hey, phone book. But Bob has notes. He came prepared. Listen, he came ready I got to gems roll. Today. I got gems today. Y'all right. tripping. Listen, I had a I had a lot of discussions mm -hmm. on this topic because like some people were asking me like, "Yo, what's the topic?" And I usually don't tell nobody, but for some reason this topic, mm. I was like, "Yo, this the subject." Ooh. They were like, "Y'all really talking about that?" I'm mm -hmm. like, "Yeah, why not?" They're like, "Oh, I can't wait for this one." I said, "Me too." <laughs> you want to have a quick discussion? Like, listen, shout out to the women. I mean that. 
be having real discussions with me on some real topics because y'all really help me give y'all the Bobby Raw perspective, which is very real, transparent, upfront, blunt as possible. Mm-hmm. But it's real and true. I mean, like it's it is what it is. But we here, and we're talking about love language. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people don't know what love language is. Mm. Don't know what it looks like. Yeah. Don't know how to give it. Nope. Don't know how to identify it. Mm-hmm. But my take when it comes to love language is that your personal preferences mm-hmm. is not a love language. Right. Oh, you went to personal preference? Yeah. Like right away? Yeah, we just gonna dive right into it. What you what you prefer isn't a love language. Mm. So I want to say shout out to uh, author uh, Gary Chapman who wrote the book The Five Love Languages. Great book, by the way. It's a fantastic book. Um, I've read it twice. Um, you know, and I always read every book that I have twice, just so because the first time you just get an overview, the second time you can really dig in. It's like it's like uh, you it's like watching a movie over and over again. You always catch something that the you know that you didn't notice or recognize. Before, um, the first time I read this book, um, was about six years ago. And, um, I had to really put myself in perspective, um, actually about seven years ago, actually. I had to put myself in perspective as to understanding, it wasn't for me necessarily, but it was for understanding my partner at the time, um, her love, her love languages. Okay. And I didn't know what they truly were. And I'm, I'll, I'll list them here. Um, it's uh, so if you have five love languages here: words of affirmation, one; you have acts of service, two; receiving gifts, three; quality time, four; and physical touch, five. All right. So for me, it was trying to understand someone else's love language. But one thing that I didn't even realize is that I don't even think I even recognize my own love language to be truthfully honest with you so speaking of that uh huh you read the book for somebody else mm-hmm. but as you were reading you noticed that you couldn't identify yours mm-hmm. right but, because what I thought what I thought I liked and what I thought was for me what when I ended up taking Taking a kind of like a like an abroad kind of overview, I was shocked. So what you thought was your love languages, mm-hmm. or the way you like to love, mm-hmm. or want to be loved, right? After reading, doing your research, probably took the test. Mm-hmm. You noticed that they weren't in line with one, with uh, one another. Correct. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? I took the test twice. <laughs> uh oh. And mine was the same way, bro. Like, yo, no, listen, bro, listen. Let me, let me wild. just tell y'all. That let me is just tell wild, y'all. Listen. man. So my top three is words of affirmation, mm-hmm. quality time, mm-hmm. acts of service. Mm. The crazy part is, I'm super. If you know Bob, like yo, like lover Bob. Mm-hmm. I'm big on romance. I love affection. So I'm big on like kissing, cuddling. I'm thinking it's gonna be physical touch. Okay. 
So you thought yours was I physical. really thought it was going to be physical touch, like dead ass. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be physical touch. All because that's what I like, right? But then once I took the test and I realized, like, and the crazy part is, I scored the same way twice. Ooh, so that, that really... I took it I took it two different times, wow. but I scored the same way twice, right? Because I'm trying to dive in, really trying to figure out, like, why, like, if this is what I like. Uh-huh. And I know I like it, like, oh, like, but then it kind of hit me. So, quality, I would say, physical touch was number four. My five was gifts. I'm not really big on gifts. I don't mm-hmm. really give a fuck about it. Yeah. But... I understood that I'm really big on, like, words. Okay. Because it's more so, like, encouragement of, like, saying, like, little stuff. Like, thank you. Yo, you did a great job. I love you. Like, little stuff. Yeah. But when you're in a relationship and you're dealing with somebody, words matter. Absolutely. When you're not hearing those things, it matters. Like, it really has an effect on you. But after taking the test, I kind of understood that, dang, it does really feel good to hear somebody else, I wouldn't really say praise, but praise. Right. So let's do this real quick. I mean, we, we kind of, we, we hit on the five love languages, but let's, let's give an example of what each one would be. All right. So for words of affirmation can be as simple as using words to build up. Your mate. Okay. That would be just simply thanking them for taking out the trash. Mm. Not saying things like, well, about time you took out the trash. Mm. It wasn't going to take out itself. Mm. That, and those are anger, anger languages. And we'll, we'll, we'll get to that That's later. That's a whole, That's a whole other, other. Yeah, we'll get to those later. <laughs> but a simple... Thanks for taking out the trash. Uh-huh. Thanks for getting my door. You're a great man. You're a great girl. I appreciate everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Like a simple good morning text, good night, a mid thought of like thinking about you. Like all those things mm-hmm. matter. If so, if that is somebody's love language, that matters. Okay. Tearing them down? Nah, that's nah, not good. That's not good. Gifts. Okay, gifts. Okay. People feel that gifts has to be materialistic. For a guy, it would be shoes, it would be clothing. Mm-hmm. Women will probably be bags. Shoes. Shoes. Jewelry. Like, but really, that's not it at all. Mm. It can be as simple as getting her flowers. A card. It can be if she's if she's a teacher, getting her school supplies for her students. Mm-hmm. If he's in the real estate, it can be getting him tickets to a function, right? A conference. Okay. That just shows him that you're listening. Mm-hmm. You're being aware, like you're into what they're into, and you're just being genuine. You can't put a price tag on love, guys. So don't do it. Can't buy love. When it comes to act of service, acts of service is more so 
doing stuff for your spouse, like cooking a meal, washing dishes, vacuuming. Mm-hmm. It's the little stuff. A lot of people don't value acts anymore. They just feel that I should be doing it just because. Not knowing that, no, I'm doing it because I love you and I care for you. Right. Like, there's a reason why I do the things that I do. The person's not acting just to act. Like, when if that's their love language, mm-hmm. your acts actually matter. Like, they're, they appreciate what you're doing. You feel me? Yeah, I'm with you. When it comes to quality time, mm-hmm. that's just giving your your mate your undivided attention. Okay. Whether that's a walk in the park, sitting on the couch watching TV. Okay. It's just spending time. So now the new age thing for quality time is FaceTime. Okay. So now I was I was teasing one of my frat brothers the other day because he. You know, he boo loving up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was, and I, I was teasing, you know, we all like the team. Ah, you do what you're doing. Ah, you know. But he was like, he was like, yo, I got to be on FaceTime. And he was, it was FaceTime. So that's, and he was like, no, nah, I can't see her face to face. So we FaceTime. Um, and that, you know, that would be considered as quality time. That's quality it's, times. And it's also an act of service. Well, we'll get into hand in hand uh, love languages as well. They they do go hand in hand. Since we're talking about hands, uh-huh. the fifth one, physical touch, <laughs> that counts as holding hands, hugging, mm-hmm. kissing, sexual intercourse, etc. Okay, that's five. You know, <laughs> you know what the funniest thing is like I'm thinking about. Back when I first read this book. And I just swore up and down. I just knew what my love language was. I think we all do though. Like, I mean, we just sit there and we're like, oh yeah. <laughs> I love sex. <laughs> it's gotta be physical touch. Like, but as I've gotten older, bro, like, I'm not a cuddler. I like to cuddle, but I get extremely hot very fast. <laughs> And, I, and, and it's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world, man. I swear to you not. I like my house nice and cool. Like, I like cool temperatures. Like, my thermostat stays on, like, 67, 68 the whole entire year. I never move it. Hmm. And so, like, when I was young, I am like, yeah, man. I like, yeah, it's got to be physical touch. It's physical touch. It's got spirit. You know what I mean? Up and down. I swore it. I took that test. Physical touch was last. Damn. It was last on my list, bro. That blew me. What was your top three? My top three was quality time, words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. Mm. So for me, quality time was the biggest thing. And and that was, like, I have to literally spend time with you. So, obviously, yours was fifth, mine was fourth Mm -hmm. when it came to physical touch. But... Quality time was in our top three. Mm-hmm. So, do you believe that it's really not physical touch? It's more so of actually spending time with that person. Well, yeah, but you got to remember too, like we like we said in the last podcast. I mean, 
seven years ago was a different me. You know, and you bo- and you brought up you brought up something really interesting when you said, you know, words of affirmation. Um, I think a lot of people um, really bypass that one a lot um, because you'll be surprised on what a, what a please and thank you will get you. Mm-hmm. Or, um, but the bottom line of that one is communication. It's, it's communication. That's all. Like it is. just flat out communication, and. To me, communication is always going to be the like the number one deal breaker out of any type of relationship you have. Yeah, this is true. And every type of relationship we talked about. We talk about family. We mm-hmm. talk about friends. We talk about work. work we talk about intimate relationships. Mm-hmm. We talk about all that stuff. And, and you know, words of affirmation are is such a, I guess, a, such a broad thing. But it goes along. It goes along with our chivalry podcast that we talked about. This is true. It, it goes along with communication. We talked about a lot of different things. But I, I, I was shocked that it was quality time for my for my top. I was shocked. Why was you shocked? What shocked you about it though? Like, let's let's dive in a little bit. Oh, because. We thinking that it's physical touch, mm-hmm. but you automatically aren't a cuddler. No. So, right then and there, because you're not a cuddler, it couldn't be physical touch. So, with the quality time part, is that you just chilling? Is that you actually going out and spending quality time with that person? Like, what does your quality time look like? Have Was you able to identify what that looks like? So... So, I'm a Cancer. Shout out to all the Cancers. I'm an Aries. Okay. So, I we like home. Homebody. We're home, we're home-based people. I'm a homebody, too. Okay. Yeah, we're home-based people. Well, we, get, we do get out, but home is where the heart is. Okay? And so, for me, I feel comfortable in environments that I'm familiar with. Okay. All right? So, for me, quality time just means just literally spending, like, I can literally just be... Watching TV next to you. And that's the best that, time in the and world. And that's the best time in the world. You, you, the you know what You could be sitting over there reading a book, and I'll be over here playing a game. Quality time. One of the best days ever. Yep. And it's just, and, and we don't have to have a ton of interaction together, per se, per se, meaning communication and everything, but it's the fact that you're there. So even FaceTime. It's the company. Right, it's the company. Uh, even the FaceTime part of it. You know, that, that, if someone's FaceTime me, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's spending quality time with that person. I do. You know what I'm saying? And that's a, and that's a big deal. I value that a lot because that's somebody putting effort. Right. And with me, my quality time outside of actually spending physical time mm-hmm. is somebody who puts in time and effort and is willing to be consistent. Okay. I'm big on consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to time and effort, it really can't be one-sided. So for me to actually enjoy that quality time, mm-hmm. we have to be on the same, on equals playing field. Like our frequency has to speak to one another. Okay. Yeah. So, like, what about what, your your yours? You say you for your first one was. Words of affirmation. Yeah. So you, so you were, you're big on 
on someone letting you know that you're appreciated. Yeah. That was my number two. So we're right there. One well, yeah, two. We're, we're like we're, right, we're, like, we're right we're, there. Yeah. My third one was acts of service. Okay. So you like someone? So for instance, if if you know what I mean, if Bobby was was in a relationship and was you know what I mean was living with his partner, you would like your partner to have the dishes clean for you and the home clean and the. I wouldn't really say all that, but okay. So I mean, it's it's split. Okay. So when I mean services, more so like, yeah, we in a crib together, second and third, but like. If you get up, you just randomly clean. Like, let's say she comes over my crib, mm-hmm. and she just randomly starts cleaning. That's appreciative. Like, I'm a, I will value that. One hundred percent. So let's let's take like, let's take that. How do you show that you value that? That's when I tell her. Okay. Like, yo, thank you. You ain't have to do all that. Like, right. Thank you. But for somebody who's willing to put in the act of service mm-hmm. not even knowing that that's my love language is just something that she's just willing to do mm-hmm. means a lot and goes a long way like like I do the same thing like talking to somebody be like yo yo I noticed that your check engine light was on or something like that like yo let me see your car I'll go get your oil change okay or just give her the money and be like, yo, go get a oil change. But you know what's funny with that? It, it, I think the act of going to get the person's oil change versus yeah. giving them the money to get the oil change is like so much. It's like we live in such a cash app society now. Yeah. Um, it's like instant gratification. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not really, it's not really doing the... That's not really doing the act of service. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's really just saying, here, I, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you this... But I would say my acts of service, I mean, is, is like little stuff. Like, it can also be allowing me to do something for you. Mm-hmm. Let me get your door. Let me pump your gas. You feel me? Okay. Like, oh, you got a project that you need to work on? Mm-hmm. Like, building a table or something? Yo, let me do that. Okay. Like, put me to work. Like, don't just have me just sitting here. Wow. Okay. Like, I want to be engaged. Mm-hmm. So that, like, once I actually sat down, took the test a second time, I really started diving in. Because, like you said, seven years ago, D isn't the now D. Mm-hmm. But now, Bob at 28, I do look at my love languages a little bit differently. Like, because how are you supposed to really get to know somebody if you're really not willing to get to know them? Right. We feel like the quality time that we're spending or the time that we just chilling and fucking is really getting to know somebody. It could be, yo, uh, I'm just taking you out on dates, X, Y, Z, like I'm getting to know you. No, we're really just going out. We're just hanging. But when you actually start having dialogue with a person mm-hmm. and asking them real questions right. and having those deep discussions, you can really identify a lot and save time. Mm. Time. Because if you're serious, those real conversations, 
It's going to help you identify what you need to do to, to become a priority. Mm. You feel me? Yeah, that's deep, Bob. Um, well, whew, what do you think? Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, have you took the test? Yeah, have you taken? Have you the read test? the book? Right. Have you? Do you know your love languages? Right. Let us know what what information you have on love languages. Make sure you hit us up at Bag Season. That's B A G S Z N underscore podcast on Instagram. So let's let's get on the topic of the way that I started it, where your preference mm-hmm. is in a love language. Oh yeah. The reason why I say that is because. We feel that what I need isn't really what I need. It's what I want. What I want. Yeah, wants and needs. Wants and needs are totally different. Absolutely. And I think that that comes from society. Hmm. Which can have an influence on what we believe love Looks like. So you you said that stems from society. Yeah, like the way one, the way that we grew, the way that we were, uh, grew up. Mm-hmm. Society influences and things that we lust over, that we lust after. Uh oh. Can dictate Uh-oh. our love. Well, what we perceive the, the, our love languages to be. You you use the token word lust. Are we going to get back into that one again? <laughs> oh, but, but the reason why I say that is because mm-hmm. what you need, like, what you need to feed your love mm-hmm. isn't always your wants. Like, sometimes what you want isn't really healthy for you. Like. No, that's, no, that's, that's a key. No, that's key. That's key. You said you just said something that was ex- extremely pivotal. What what you may love may not be good for you. Yeah. Like that is like one of the most true statements I've ever heard in my life. Just because like and we talked about that last week. I gave you the example of the cookies. Mm-hmm. I love chocolate chip cookies, bro. Like I mean me oatmeal raisin gang. Like ah I, I mean, just like people drool over Krispy Kreme donuts, just how people drool over caramel macchiatos or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, that's I mean, yes, chocolate chip cookies is my vice, okay? If I eat 50 chocolate chip cookies, but I damn sure can, okay? <laughs> that ain't gonna be good for me, <laughs> okay? So, and I love them. I mean, I love them because it's just euphoria. I mean, it's just euphoria. So, to say, I say that to say that basically with your, your love language, I completely agree with you. Is like, it's, it's, it's what you perceive your wants versus your needs um, definitely can dictate a lot of different things. I think it takes maturity to understand your love language. It does. Takes a lot of maturity. Um, and the reason why I say that is because it took me to lose something big to understand myself. And I think a lot of people go through that. Yeah. They lose something 
that meant so much to them that it takes a while to understand something else. Like, to understand themselves as to where you have to take several seats or several steps back and really say, okay, is this really my love language? Is this really what I desire? I thought mine was physical touch and it ended up being my number five. You know what I'm saying? And seeing that quality time was my number one and seeing like time time is something you cannot get back mm-hmm. it's forever growing changing and moving you'll it'll never go backwards so for someone to give their quality time as their love language that is a big deal because it's a precious commodity mm-hmm. it is truly something that is a value that's priceless when it's genuine when it's genuine, absolutely. And so for me, everybody who knows me and everybody who's talked to me knows I am a very genuine person. So it's almost to a fault, mm-hmm. okay? And I truly care about the people that I talk to. If you've talked to me on FaceTime, if you've talked to me on the phone, if you talk on a normal basis or we contact or we check in with each other, that means I genuinely care about you as a no, person. I'm the same way. And... To me, that, that is time that I value to that person. That's how you build relationships and mend great relationships with great people. I think that's the reason why like, I'm big on like bonds. Mm-hmm. Like, intimacy and all that yeah, is cool, but like I really like to bond with the mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Uh, whether it's intimate, whether it's a friendship... Like, I do, I work sales for a living. Yeah. Like, that's my occupation. Okay. So, a lot of my examples come from the workplace because mm-hmm. I work in sales. Like, I understand the whole concept of if you put in the time and effort, good things will come. Right. You will be rewarded for the work that you put in. Absolutely. And I put that into my life because everything that you want to do in life, you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. Nothing's just going to happen. Right. I feel like a lot of people live in this fairy tale that what's meant for you will come to you but it's like to be honest what's meant for you will come if you're willing to work for it right like you're not just gonna wake up one day and maybe that was gonna be right it's not gonna happen at your door that'll never happen but if you use it your skills mm-hmm. your network mm-hmm. And put in that time, that 10 years can change one year. And the same thing goes with love languages. Like, if you don't, if you don't really take the time to, like, learn yourself, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to love somebody else the proper way. So, yes, you might wake up one day and be like, yo, like, this is what I like. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh-huh. But like we just did, we took the test, we read the book, right. and we noticed that that's not it. Right. So we had to actually take a back seat and really look at ourselves in the mirror and say, who is Bobby? Who is Daryl? Mm. What do we like? What do we want? Right. What do we need in our life mm. of love? And that just takes an eye-opener to where you really have to dive into your heart. Right. Which... In my opinion, is 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 self love. 
Yeah, yo, that's it, where it, it starts. all starts with self love. Right, like, it starts. With you self-love. gotta wake up. Like if you if you're dealing with lack of self esteem, right? Words of affirmation can help that. Absolutely. But it starts with you. Like you right. gotta wake up in the morning and say, "Yo, like I'm a bad bitch." <laughs> you gotta wake up, yo, ladies. Listen, wake up and say, "Yo, I'm a bad bitch." <laughs> well, fellas, I'm a boss. Yeah. Like, yo, like, this is what I do. Like, you got to be able to talk that shit. That's the only way you're going to be able to get through to help somebody else and to love somebody else. Because somebody, this is where the thing where social media and all that stuff mm-hmm. comes into play and, like, how you grew up. Right. Let's just say a girl... Daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. Girls always say that their dad spoils them, right? But in reality, the gifts that they're getting could be identified as gift type love language. Mm-hmm. But he's really buying her time. He's buying her love. Dad don't really spend quality time with her, but he pops up. He always got a gift. Right. She looks at it as, yo, my daddy loved me. He buys, buys me buy, all buy these things. Gifts, so next right. thing you know, every dude that she deal with, she's looking at it as a you my daddy buy me, buy me stuff. Right. You gotta buy me things. Right. So how but does that's not love? Right. So how does that? Yeah. Like I was. My question was like, how does that affect your development of of quote unquote love language? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you really gotta dig through the the weeds and the in the minutia of it all. I mean, it's it's like you said. It create it's going to create some type of there's got to be some type of force that tells you, you know, something's not right here. So the so for me, I always look at it like this: the the women or the men who are always saying like I can never find the right person, I can never find the 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 one for me. I I try to do this. Niggas ain't shit. Yeah, the, you know, the whatever negative <laughs> influences you have and this and this and that. Have you really tried to look in the mirror and try something completely out of, outside of the box? Because you may not be, you may be hindering yourself from developing your own love language in itself, in its entirety. We all, I feel like, like we said, mm-hmm. it takes maturity right. to understand that. And I think that dating apps, the way social media like mm-hmm. created this platform to now you can date, meet other people, right. help people with that. Okay. Oh, help them. Yeah, it helped people. Okay. So when you say dating apps, you're talking about like Match.com. Man, I'm t- I'm talking about real dating apps. I'm not talking about the hookup drones like, like Tinder and all that. <laughs> I'm talking so about Match.com, BlackPeopleMeet.com, uh, Christian Mingles. Christian Mingles. Okay. Like, people that are actually willing to date with a purpose, mm-hmm. and they really took time to actually, like, know, like, dive into themselves and say, yo, this hasn't been working. Let me figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is, I actually have an example of that because my sister on the West Coast did this. She was going through a stage where... It just wasn't making sense. Mm-hmm. She had bad experience after bad experience. 
to where she was stuck in her singleness. And she just woke up one day and was like, fuck it, like, let me just try it. Next thing you know, she's been married for two years, about to have their first kid, just bought mm, a house. Wow, that's lovely. And it's like, what happens if she didn't take that leap of faith? Right. What happens if she wasn't mature enough to say, let me do something different? Because a lot of people have negative connotation when it comes to dating people on social media. Or from social media, whether it's Facebook, right. Instagram, GroupMe, Twitter, even dating apps, Tinder, I mean, Healy, whatever, Hinge, I didn't, people. I didn't even know there were that yeah, many dating apps. It's a lot. <laughs> That's Soul crazy. Swipe. Shout out to Soul Swipe users. I mean, <laughs> the app not up no more, but I ain't look. But looking wow. at it from that standpoint, it's like there's options out here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Somebody created dating apps for a reason to help people find what love but the fact is people are finding love they're finding marriages they're finding I noticed that uh, I forget what the stat was but the stat was stating that a lot of people that date from from uh, dating apps Mm -hmm. have a way lower divorce rate and their marriages have been lasting more than 10 years plus. Is that because they discovered their love language and then they really are taking the time to get to know the person? Or is it just because um, they have developed a, uh, a concept of self-awareness of love and then they then they go and have the confidence and abilities to do those things? I think it's the second one. Okay. Uh, they became aware. They made a change. Mm-hmm. But because they're aware... They're moving different. Mm, important. Um, and the way that they're moving influences the way that they interact now with people. Usually, if you're in that state of, I don't know, I don't know, let me get a try. Mm-hmm. You kind of can have your guard up. But if you're really being genuine in your profile and I'm being genuine in my profile and we connect... Usually it's all guards down, put everything on the table, mm-hmm. and we start dating on a, we start dating with a purpose. I feel like if we really start taking time to get to know one another, that purpose can be identified from the start. Mm, right. We'll be able to. We'll be able to. Almost lost train of thought. We'll be able to speak to a person's love language quicker. Mm -hmm. And we'll be able to get our love languages spoken to a little bit quicker. But we have to become more more mature Mm -hmm. to understand, like, what my preferences are isn't really what I need. Yeah. The quicker, the fastest way to get to that part. Everything else will come easy. And that's what I truly believe because 21-year-old Bob, love languages ain't 28-year-old Bob. Right, I agree. But I also know that when I'm 30, I can't be doing the same things that I was doing when I was 21. Right. 
and moving forward. Well, you could, but you know, you could, it, but it where, 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 yeah, where's that getting me? Right, it's not gonna get you anywhere. So, um, hey, ladies, gentlemen, let us know what you think. Is 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 doesn't maturity definitely have an impact on discovering your love language? Please hit us up at Bag Season. That's B A G S Z N underscore podcast on Instagram. So, Bob, let's let's um, let's talk real quick. Um, briefly about the ones that we didn't do so well in. Um, for me, it was uh, acts of service and uh, physical touch. I've always had an issue with acts of, acts of service. I've never been one of those people to just do things. Um, I've always been, and my mom used to chastise me this for forever in a day. She always be like, "I came home and the dishes weren't done." <laughs> You know, can you can you can you go do the dishes, right? Um, and I'd be like, sure. And you wouldn't do them. No, but I would do them. Like she would have to say, "Can you please do do this?" So for you me? would have to be told, right? So she'd be like, you know, um, you know, hey, I'm going. You know, this is when I was a teenager. She'd be, like, hey, I'm going to the store. You know, can you do this, 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 and this before for me? Before you know. No problem. And this, 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 and this will be done. You know? It's not that I didn't want to do that. I just never had the full-out initiative to do them. I never felt motivated to do an act of service for someone. So do you feel that that lack of affects your love language? I don't... I personally don't think that it does. Um, However... I know that you can't have any of these love languages without the other. Okay, so they feed. They all feed into each other. So, here's the deal, right? You could have a love language that you're strong in. But let's say your partner, that's their love language. Mm. Okay, and you, you have to really... And this is where we just talked about how the maturity maturity piece comes in, the communication piece comes in, and how everything rolls together because all of a sudden you're dating dating somebody who their love language is acts of service, but that's your weak link. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now what? You You have to be conscious enough, okay, to really... Act upon their love language to show them that you truly do care about what they do. So, for instance, and that was, for me, that was a wake-up call mm-hmm. on one of my past relationships. I had to understand, like, what I was doing wrong. Because if you're dealing with someone who's, let's say, their love language, their number one love language is acts of service, but... You think it's words of affirmation. You're not speaking at all. Yeah, there's a there's a disconnect there. <laughs> okay. But do you believe that with that example there, that a lot of people when they when they are dating, talking mm-hmm. in a relationship that they're selfish in a way of being stuck in their way? Because I hear I hear that a lot where People say, well, I'm me. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Nobody is, is going to take 
the right person to change me. But when it comes to love language, it's not really about changing. It's just adapting. So this is what I say about stagnant people. Okay? That's being stagnant. If someone says, this is me, I'm not telling you to change a, change a, uh, an actual character trait about you. That would be changing who you are. Okay? But it's not about that. It's about conforming for someone else. So yes, in a way it is selfish. But it's also stagnant. You know what stagnant water creates? What? Decay, disease, and, and nastiness. Mosquitoes come out of stagnant. Okay? So think about that, right? Okay. If, someone's, if someone was actually being a stagnant person... We're looking at it as they're being toxic and a cancer. Boom. There we go. Okay, so now all of a sudden, you, ha- you have to constantly be one of Bobby's favorite words, selfless, mm-hmm. okay? And you really do have to think about your partners, what speaks to them. That's why taking this test, okay, which you can do, all right, if you go to www. Five lovelanguages.com you can take the love language test and figure out what your love language is not only for yourself but for, for your marriage mm-hmm. for your kids for your families hold up say that again you can take the love language for your marriage for your kids and for your families Okay, so there's really important. Like I said, that website again is www.5lovelanguages.com. Okay, Bob took the test. I took the test. It's a it's it's not long. It doesn't not take long. It doesn't take long at all. Like 10, uh, 10, 10, minutes. 10 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't that long. And you can really discover some things about you. Now, here's the thing. You brought up toxic, right, Bob? Mm-hmm. We talked about toxic on our podcast. Make sure you tune in to episode three if you didn't do it already. Yep. Okay. Shout out to Keish. Shout out to Keish. Um, but it also has your apology languages. And an anger assessment. And an anger assessment. So That I definitely need to take. Because <laughs> as y'all have, know, I go yeah, zero yeah. to a thousand. You have a temper. I do. But, Shout out to the Aries. <laughs> What it, what it, what it boils down to is all of these play an integral part of understanding who you are. I follow a lot of people, specifically women, I will say, okay, who are doing a lot of self-motivation and self-love right now. Okay? And these are some of the most from the from the from the eye. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are Drop dead gorgeous people, and you say to yourself, "Okay, like, well, damn, like, what, what, what do you?" But I applaud them big time, and and shout out to them, um, who are taking the time to have a lot of self awareness with themselves to try to fully understand what they're capable of to bring a full plate to the table, and that's important when it comes to these languages. Mm-hmm. Super, super duper important. Because we always ask what you bring to the table. Right. And nobody wants the... the no one wants broken china. Nope. Nobody wants dented bent forks. Nope. 
Nobody wants a half-eaten chicken. Yep. Nobody wants a side that's fallen on the floor. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants burnt cornbread. Okay. You burn my cornbread. Look, this over. It's a wrap. It's um, a dog. So, <laughs> so we say we say that to say that all of these pieces are integral to one another. You can't understand love without understanding anger. Okay. It's a yin and a yang. These are really, really important. Everything in life is about balance. Checks and balances. And simplicity. And if you have those two things, you can go very, very far. But you got to be willing to do it. It takes a lot of maturity. And it takes a lot of self-cognizant actions. Being aware that something's not right. Something's missing. Something is off. You also got to learn to stop doing things for yourself and learn how to do things for others, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you start being open, mm-hmm. that it ain't always about you. Right. It's about them. Mm-hmm. And it's situational. But when you're speaking on somebody's love language, it's not about you. What's about you is what they give you. Right. That's the energy that you need. Right. What they're giving. Right. Absolutely. Feed my spirit. They always say a man should feed a woman's mind, body, and soul. Absolutely. And spirit. The way that you do these, the way that you do this, fellas, is through her love languages. Mm-hmm. It's not about digging it down and tricking on her. Really take time to actually get to know your woman. Because once you, if you know her mind, you know her body, it'll go a long way. If she's big on the spiritual side, get to know that side of her. Because that's a side that a lot of people don't get to see. But if you're not willing to open up and to be mature enough, to learn that, you'll be missing out on something great long term. Mm-hmm. And if you're not willing to do that because you're stuck in your ways and you want to be selfish, you will never know and you'll always be missing out. And you'll never be able to find that one. And we all want to find that one at the end of the day. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it any better, Bob. You know, this is a this is a, this to me. This was a really important lesson. I mean, it it really is about what your love language truly is and how it caters, how you cater to your partner and how you cater to yourself without compromise to your own love language. Yeah, it's not. Yo, know, the thing is, you don't have to compromise love. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you got to compromise. On certain things. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to give up certain things, but you're not giving up your love languages. No. There's only five. <laughs> <laughs> we all have five. <laughs> like, there's Absolutely. a top three and then two that didn't make the top three. Right. But doesn't, usually doesn't those... Mean, it doesn't, doesn't mean that those aren't important. Yeah. They're just as important as your number one. Right. But if you're not willing to understand that, all you're doing is compromising... Your search. That's that's what you're really compromising. Nobody's telling you to give up certain things about yourself. Right. 
It's just, yo, you just got to do a little bit more effort to make him or her happy. Like, you got to be able to want to make your partner happy. Make your partner smile. Make them feel good. You should be proud to be like, yo, that's my baby. Like, you know, like when you play sports and your mom or your family had had the poster with your name and number on it. Yeah, right. That's my baby. Right. Oh, my God. That's what, you, that's what you should be doing. You should be your partner's biggest fan. Absolutely. And... You know, you know, we we talked about Valentine's Day briefly, right? We didn't really go into Valentine's Day. But truthfully, you know, a lot of the women at my job, right? We had this conversation in the cafeteria. We was talking, we was just we used to sit there talking. And I and I asked them, I said, What was the number one gift that you got? You know, and I'm not saying that Receiving gifts was their number one love language. We're just saying, like... And a lot of girls said that... They ended up getting, um... Flowers. Or roses, right? And out of the... Out of the women that I said... I said, how many of you actually like flowers? Half of them raised their hand. Okay? Now, and I asked them, well, what was the one thing that you... Felt like... It would have made you. Like, it would have... It would have made her day. It would have made your day. All seven of them said a card. But they didn't get one. But they didn't get one. So, technically, he's not a good listener. And he never asked. Never got down to the communication part of it. And, like, a book like this would be a prime example as to why it's important to read it. You know? Because, like, you have, it's, it's all about self... It's like all about self-improvement. You know, we're not... Bob and I are not love language experts. I'm not a life coach. Like like my man Gary Chapman is. Okay? We just, I, we I, just telling you real things that helped us. I really wish I could get Gary Chapman on the show. You know, that would think, be... I don't think it's in our budget. Though. I don't think it's in our budget either, but... <laughs> all I'm it's, saying, coming. It's, it it's coming. It is coming. It's coming. Um, we got some great things coming down the pike. But what I'm saying is... We're just giving you a perspective to go off of. And basically what we're trying to accomplish here is to show you ways of self-improvement. And as we always say, man, the bag isn't always about money, but more so what you want out of life. And with life comes love. And you should want that for yourself. You should want that for somebody else. You should want that type of energy, them type of vibes, those type of people around. And this is Bad Season Podcast, Purse Talks, with Daryl and Bob. Shout out to all the listeners. Make sure you hit us up. At Bag Season, that's B-A-G-S-Z-N underscore podcast on Instagram. I am Swimmer. You can hit me up, S-W-I-M-M-R underscore N-U-P-E-3. And I'm Bobby Raw at Triple B 1911. 
If you Love make, languages. If you make, if you watch us, if you tag us on Instagram, make sure that you tag us in your stories. Make sure you tag all three of us. Make sure that you tell your friends, your family, your coworkers. Let us let everybody know about the Bag Season podcast. Give us your honest feedback. Let us know how you feel about us. Let us know if you actually listen to all the shows and which one your favorite one is. We may have a sweepstakes. We may have a giveaway at the end of the season. You don't even know. Like I said, make sure you hit us up, inbox us, give us your feedback, and let us know how you feel. We do read DMs. We read everything. We read all y'all feedback. But, I think it's time to go. Is it time to go, Bob? It's time to go, man. Man, this was a great one. Shout out. Like I said, one last shout out to our, to our, uh, to our unofficial special guest, Gary Chapman, for writing the book, The Five Love Languages. There are many renditions of the five love languages. If you're having issues or problems with your family, there's one for family, there's one for children. There's anger languages, and there's also apology languages. Make sure that you check out the series by Gary Chapman. Also, make sure that you can also take the love language test and also other tests, and that's at www.5lovelanguages.com. And make sure that you figure out what's best for you and how to self-improve. This is Bag Season. I'm Swim. I'm Bobby Raw. And we out.